Welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. This nationally recognized, award-winning podcast is hosted by the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program. Our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello, and welcome to Talking Facts. I'm your host, Mindy McCulley, Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Specialist for Instructional Support at the University of Kentucky. My guest today is Dr. David Weisenhorn, Extension Specialist for Parenting and Child Development. Thanks for joining me today, David. Uh, So glad to be here. Thank you. So today we are going to talk about a really important topic, which is talking to your child about race. Yeah, you, you know, Mindy, it's today we have, there are over seven and a half billion people in the world of all different shapes, sizes, and colors. And uh, you don't have to travel far to see someone who may not look different than you. And differences should be explored. They should be celebrated as they are an opportunity to grow an understanding of others and making it important to talk with our children about race. I remember when my children were growing up that I would say to them, if we all looked the same, think how boring the world would be. And they say that back to me now. You know, they're, they're like, you were right, mom. It would be boring if we all looked the same. That's so true. You know, that that's pretty simple, but it's true. How boring would we be if we all looked the same? I mean, so true. So true. And when we talk about, and I'm using that word race, and so I want to just, for my listeners, for all everyone who's keying in today to to know that when I talk about race, that term specifically is, is used to describe differences of humankind and mainly focusing on skin color. So we hear ethnicity, we hear culture, we hear race. But when we talk about race today, we're, we're talking mostly about the difference of humankind based on skin color. And so I wanted to talk through just a couple of ideas I want you all to consider when preparing to have a this very important and I think very critical conversation that we need to be having with our children. Oh, yes, I think so. The first step, I think, is is to begin, like, what do we think, right? right. Mm-hmm. Take a few minutes, stop, and just ponder your own beliefs and curiosities about race. Do you talk about race in your home? What races do you and your ch- child or children see? What does your child hear about race at school or at home? or on social media, or in the news, understand that the messages you believe and share concerning race can help you determine if you too need to learn more about different perspectives. Uh, Yes, exactly. Yeah, I think we did that, uh, a part, we shared in a part of that, Mindy, in just this exploration and and reading and learning more about race. And right now, it's hard to to turn on if your social media feeds or even the news and not hear a conversation that is really uh, based in race. And so, we have got to be wise. We have got to begin Mm -hmm. to to really look at this conversation uh, or look at this and have the conversation. And so I think a good place to start is, is certainly in ourself. And then the next piece to that would be to, to use history. It, it can be helpful when talking to your child about race to use historical accounts of, of how others have been treated differently and often mistreated 
due to race, mm-hmm. uh, discuss the importance of growing an understanding of others in order to reduce the fear of the unknown. Because I think that's oftentimes what happens is that when we don't know something, there's fear in that. And, and so then we need to get to know people, right? We often find that when we do get to know them, that they share our same feelings and interests. And so I think using that historical accounts can be a really good place to start. But I will put a caveat that often some of the historical accounts we have may not be as thorough as we once believed them to be. And so I would encourage some of our listeners to to read other historical accounts. A good book that we all just read here was stamped from the beginning. And uh, just a really good book that may give you more facts about your historical accounts than than you knew previously. And it might be painful to learn some of those facts that you did not already know. Or empowering, right? Exactly. Depend, right. Mm-hmm. Depending on what race you are. And, and I think I think you're right, Mandy. I think just being able to open our minds up and have that and have those conversations. And I think so those are some two, those are some two places to start. And then I think the third thing is just don't stop the conversation. This is not exactly. a one and done, right? Like children <laughs> often speak their mind unaware of social miscues that can lead to them saying things that are insensitive, embarrassing, or downright racist. Right. And so if it happens in your home or in public, don't shut that conversation down, but rather explore what, what they said and why they said it. You know, one thing we know about children is we don't often say the right things the first time, the first go. They don't always say what they mean at the first try. And so give them a chance to explain what they mean. And and I think for us as parents, we want to engage their their curious mind and help them navigate those those social encounters, right? Allow the conversation to, to organically lead to healthy conversations about race and the importance of humankind. I remember when I was in middle school, there was a fashion item that sounded very much like a racial slur. And we, I was shopping with my mom and I asked if we could go look at this fashion item. And there was a lady in the next aisle and she said, I think she said the fashion item. And my mom said, yes, she did. But will you come have coffee with us so we can talk to her about what you thought she said? <laughs> and I will remember, I mean, I'm, that's 40 years later, and I still remember having coffee with um, these two ladies that we did not know, we'd never known before, but they talked to me and my mom about what it was like to grow up in their skin. And that was impactful because... I didn't know what it was like to be them and they didn't know what it was like to be me. And I'm so glad that my mom was wise enough to, you know, not be offended that they thought that I had said something inappropriate, but to, to, you know, make the effort to bridge, you know, be a bridge. And what a beautiful experience that was. I mean, yes, I commend your mother. And I think in so many ways, I want to be that parent to my children and Mm -hmm. and helping them understand because you, because I think that's I, th- I think that's a really good example, Mindy, of just how how we can hear things that maybe aren't being said, or right. we misinterpret things that are being said. And I think right. and, and and how easy it is to to form and make those our our 
our own beliefs and values without really exploring that. And so mm-hmm. ha- I think having an opportunity to have those conversations, and it sounds to me like not only having those conversations, but being able to have it with someone who is different than you, right? Who yeah. looks different mm-hmm. than you. What a, what a beautiful experience and in, in, I think enlightening and yeah. enriching experience. And that would really be my last point. And I think there's a lot to it, but it's, it is that it's be the example. Yeah. Um, this is something that I, I know some of the listeners are probably tired. I, I say that in almost everything I do in the parenting <laughs> realm is it always comes back to that. Like, Hey, they're watching you. They're listening to you. They want to emulate you. So if you're asking your children or urging them to have diverse friend networks, then you too should be growing in diverse social groups, right? right? Young children need caring adults to help them like, like you had, Mindy, to identify a positive self-image and a respectful understanding of others. And so by diversifying our friend group or your mm-hmm. friend group, your child will automatically be exposed to different races. They'll see the beauty and enrichment that they bring to our life experience, and they too will then in, enjoy that and look for that in their friend groups. Yeah, I don't know. Were you were you avail, Were you here when I wasn't? I know you were here at the university, but were you able to attend when Trevor Noah came to yes. the? University, and for those that are listening, if you don't know who Trevor Noah, he's a, he's a South African comedian, and really, a, I guess I would call him a, a political commentator. And he came to the university, and he had—I think this was a large part of his reason for coming—is to kind of have this racial discussion and talk about social inequalities. And we went to listen yes. to him, and one of the things he said was, "When we don't include others of a different race in our lives, that we deprive ourselves." of so much. And I know that to be true in my life, not the the depriving, but the actual enrichment that I have gained from my diverse group of friends. Absolutely. They have brought so much understanding to my life. And it's nice to know that, like you said, when we started this, like, Gosh, how boring it would be if it was just a bunch of me, you know? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I know. You know? <laughs> and and so what a what a what a real gift that is. And if we can begin to use that mind shift and, and that paradigm and to say, gosh, you know, I need to include more people that are less like me in my group so that I can get a better perspective of what life really is like. I um, agree. I agree. David, I appreciate you coming and and having this discussion because it is a discussion that is difficult for a lot of people. And I think that if parents can start having these discussions earlier, then it will start to be easier for everybody. Well said. And you're so welcome. I'm glad that you would have me today. Thank you. And to our listeners, remember that we are available wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Just look for Talking Facts and we'll be there to give you um, research-based information on a wide variety of topics that are important to your family. Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition, health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question or a show topic idea, Leave a like and a comment on Facebook at UKFCSEXT or send us an email at UKFCSEXT at UKY.edu. 
Visit us online at fcs.uky.edu to learn more about the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program or contact your local Extension agent for Family and Consumer Sciences. We build strong families. We build Kentucky. It starts with us.